The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Game Time. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Hello and welcome the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Ryan Gilbert, coming to you live here after a thrilling Monday night football game with the New York Football Giants. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Pretty, 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 pretty good, considering the Seahawks won. That was a nice win for me. Uh, I have a lot staked on the Seahawks to make the playoffs and go over eight and a half wins, so that that's nice. Um but uh, the weekend was not so kind. Uh, Sunday was great. Sunday was great. NFL continues to be my better sport for some reason. It's usually the other way around. I've been saying this past couple of weeks now. But college football is just uh, it's killing me these days. It, it, it's it's normally my strength, but it, it's been a grind. And uh, I'm getting like closing line value on a lot of these games, but uh, it's, it doesn't matter because I keep fucking losing them. Um, there's a lot of things that go into this, I guess. You have to figure eventually this kind of thing turns around. One thing I noticed is that, that there's no fucking red zone stops. Like if I have an under or I'm, I'm betting against the team with the ball, like the last minute, they're always going to score. It's uh, it's kind of painful that way. Tons of bad beats like that. But also some good beats, though, like uh, Notre Dame somehow managed to cover the minus four and a half. Um yeah, when they were, I don't remember the score, but they, they, they scored a great, I was like a fourth and 16 and they managed to score a, a touchdown on that drive. So that was nice. So there's some good beats in there as well, but yeah, it's, it's been a struggle. I also have a lot to say about the Ryder cup, but I was hoping Tom would be here to talk <sighs> about that. So I'll wait till he's on before I, I give my full thoughts on that. But uh, Europa, Europa, <laughs> that, that, that's what really matters. So that was a nice win. Yeah, I mean, I mean, getting this, getting this CLV and losing a bunch is always tough. I, I had a bit, bit of a stretch of that in, in NHL last year. It's just, it's just tough to say. But you know, it's only what week, week five of college football. You got a, got a few more weeks here. Uh, yeah, uh, Talon, I believe, should be back. Uh, hopefully tomorrow we can have a have a full show there. You guys can uh, celebrate your your Ryder Cup win with the, with Europe winning there. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I went to the uh, Flyers preseason home opener on Saturday night. I, I had a good time there. I had, I had a few brewskis walking in. We get in there, you know, we, we get a tall boy, and then, and then let me see. Oh, there's 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 this this bar stand doing double double drinks for like twenty bucks, twenty two bucks. We're like, all right, let's go go get a go get a tequila sprite. So I'm I'm, I'm noticing they're pour, they're pouring the tequila. It's like one of the you know bartender like double shot glass has one 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 shot on one side, double on the other, flip it over like a like a like a cylinder ish. I'm, I'm noticing that they're, they're pouring it into, into the, into the bigger one. I'm like, okay. All right. And so, so we, we get to the same, my girl's like, this is strong. Isn't it? I'm like, it's just straight tequila. Isn't it? Yeah. She's like, yeah, it was mostly tequila. Got Sprite. So we got that, got another tall boy, got another one of those. So I was feeling good at my, uh, my first Flyers game of the year, unfortunately an overtime loss, but always good to see 
the boys back there. They got a win tonight for me. So, uh, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. You probably got your money's worth then if it's just yeah. tequila because 20, 22 bucks, it's, it's a bit steep, even by like, I don't know, Canadian standards. Like we, we mm-hmm. pay a lot more for drinks here like, in the States. Whenever you go down there, best thing about it is the, the cheap booze. So yeah, uh, at least, uh, you know, you, you get drunk faster that way. If, if it's more tequila than Sprite though, I never had that before. Tequila and Sprite. Is that a common thing? Yeah, I, I think so. I don't know. It's like it's like tequila and tequila and lime. Why not? Sure, that makes sense. It's just I, well, I te- only know te- like the, the, the vodka, the vodka yeah. sevens. But I guess it makes sense for like white tequila. And, yeah, yeah, yes. P- people just people are just afraid of, of tequila, and it was uh, Casamigos they had. So we were like, all right, let, let, let's do it up. Sure, uh, George Clooney, I think. Right. Yes, I, uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, I think it was like fifteen for a single, twenty-two, and like add seven for a double. It's like you're 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 paying out the ass, ass anyway at, at a game. So if you can find that, that's that's fine. Tickets are always cheap, especially flyers, especially preseason. So the drink that the drink costs probably about as much as as a cost for us to get in. But uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Flyers doing good. Phillies doing good. We got a uh, Red October starting on Tuesday. A big uh, wild card matchup against the Marlins. Uh, make sure you check out the Sports Gambling Podcast website. Check out all the coverage for that. Baseball, football still going. Basketball we got ramping up. Another huge basketball trade this weekend with uh, who was it? Uh, Drew, Drew Holiday going going to the Celtics. Yeah, so Sixers are now have another team behind them or ahead of them in the East as this James Harden drama can, continues to, to unfold there. Uh, I saw Jimmy Butler had a nice emo outfit for, for his media day, so that, that, that was fun. I saw that. So make sure you check out all the NBA coverage there, uh, football, baseball, everything, NASCAR, all, all the sports, MMA Gambling Podcast with our boy Jeff Fox. Make sure you do that. And make sure you check out the the uh, Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Literally lo- losing money if you're not in the Discord, so make sure you get in there. You can uh, f- reach out to myself on Twitter. Reach out to the Hockey Gambling Podcast Twitter account, which is at HockeySGPN. Or uh, find Joel somehow. I don't know. You, you, you can find Joel. Joel uh, and get in Discord there. You'll probably find me by finding Jimmy Butler, seeing as he's everywhere these days, right? He's uh, tailing uh, Paul Zacharias on the tennis tour. He's in the the suite with Aaron Rodgers at the Sunday Night Football game. And then apparently whatever you were saying, wherever he was. But uh, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's everywhere. So you can find him. you probably find me there, too. Yeah, he showed up to media day with like the the classic emo haircut, like like over like over half of, over one of his eyes, over half of his face, like a few like mm. piercings and stuff. So pretty pretty good stuff there. Um, all right, make sure you also subscribe to the Hockey Room Podcast and leave us a five star rating and review, and turn on those auto downloads so you get the episodes published in your feed as soon as they are released. And uh, we got we got some hockey news. So last episode we talked about uh, the Ducks and Trevor Zegers being you know still having this uh this contract situation going into october and on monday they agreed to a three-year 5.75 million aav contract pretty much what people expected them to get um, i'm not sure what took them so long but uh yeah any thoughts on this well it's a bit more money than i expected him to get considering uh you know it was supposed to be just a bridge deal but he could he to get the extra year but also it's not four years which would take him right to free agency right he's still be an rfa with one year left on that deal so that's uh you know you pay a little bit more now if you're the ducks but you also get him still under your own uh terms in, in that in that fourth year so they they can uh control his destiny at uh and maybe um sign him long term then so yeah i think that that's fair for both both sides uh considering 
Zegers wants the money, he'll get the money, but uh, the Ducks also get him still under in um, contract. Like uh, they'll still be able to control what he does in that in that fourth year when he, you know, in the RFA. That, that that's what's really important. Um, so it's like uh, hmm. when you when you want to sign a guy, you want to sign him either really long term, full eight year max, or you want to get him on the bridge. This is kind of in between, but it's just good enough for the ducks that they, they get him with one RFA year left. So they, they, they can control where he goes from then on. So I think it's, it's pretty good for both sides. Yeah. It, it's a little bit of like a, like an extended bridge, like a, like a, like a luxury bridge deal. Uh, Zegers looking at the comparables on cap friendly, nothing, nothing too great, but uh Sorelli when he was 22 signed three years, 4.8. Pierre-Luc Dubois signed two years, $5 million. Of course, you have Pedersen, three-year, $7.3 million. So, yeah, this is maybe a bit much on the surface for Zegers, but the cap's going up. He's going to be their star player. We, we've discussed how the Ducks, you know, overpaid their, their veterans. So, this is, I think, good to get Zegers, Zegers under contract, obviously, still with a week before the start of the season. I'm sure he's, he's in game shape already, so not going to be too much of an issue there. But um, they still have Drysdale to go with, and... Elliot Friedman talked about the situation on his podcast today, which was uh, was recapped a little bit here on Reddit. Apparently, Drysdale, if he played two more games last year, would have been RFA eligible or arbitration eligible this year, I believe. And like he was out with a shoulder injury, but there was some thought that he could play in those games, which from the Ducks perspective, you understand like you're you're quote-unquote star young defenseman has a shoulder injury you're not going to play him unless he's you know over like ready to go definitely like over 100 percent ready to go but from drysdale yeah yeah i mean friedman was very careful to say that he wasn't like accusing anything any like um i don't know anything uh negative there but just saying like like they maneuvered a little bit and now the Ducks kind of have the control there which which is i think what we were kind of talking about last episode with uh verbeek Sneaky, sneaky ducks. Um, yeah, speaking of those veterans, though, I saw Al Kalorn is going to be out for five, six weeks with a finger injury. I think yeah, that's what I, so. my, I read there. So, yeah, tough start for the ducks, but uh, long term things are are going well. I think that this team could be very good in the future with how excellent their prospect pipeline is, and um, yeah, that you know they're, they're not they're not going the full Leafs route, just uh, totally giving into the players and all that but uh yeah it, i mean it, it's fine you can't complain too much when you're in anaheim right uh, even if you have to pay more taxes in that state than most others uh you, you still get to go down to the beach all the time and uh, that, that that's worth a, a few thousand at least yeah you, you get like all the, all the all the lights of la without having to deal with the pressure over, over there in anaheim yeah that they have have a good young group uh, a zegris mctavish we talked about Carlson now I think is going to be pretty good. Uh, Drysdale on defense. So if they can, you know, hit on a few of these guys, maybe they can be uh, be flying high once again in a few years. Um, all right, we are brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, the GameTime app experience is fantastic. They got flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find buy and tickets, for, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event. Images of seat views, of course, so you know what to expect before you get there. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. 
Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. So snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. So, so the, the Ducks are hoping they can, uh, you know, have some up-and-coming prospects to have a rivalry. But we, we had have the uh, old head rivalry of the Sidney Crosby and Alex Ovechkin. We'll be discussing uh, those two teams here, the Capitals and the Penguins. Uh, what's happening down there in Washington? Well, I didn't really get around to Washington. You know, it's it's late in the uh, the alphabetical order. I, uh, I don't have many notes on this team, so I'm just flying off the cup off the cuff with this one but last year the the capitals uh, it's only it's only going to be considered to be a, a down year considering where they finished and uh you know how many veterans they have but it's understandable considering how many injuries they had uh, they lost john carlson for much of the year tom wilson didn't play much and um yeah they're bunch of other guys too like this is one of the most injured teams in the league but that's what happens when you're one of the older teams and um yeah, Darcy Kemper was all right in goal, but he couldn't do anything about, um, you know, the, the, the bad defense in front of him. The goal scoring dried up. Uh, Ovechkin is getting more to, uh, of a, a defensive liability. He, he can still, you know, score goals and all that, but uh, he, he's not exactly a two-way player at the best of times. So, it, yeah, this team, yeah, they, they struggle with injuries. They could not recover from the, the early setbacks and eventually they they uh you know um, kind of kind of bailed they 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 traded um uh what's his name they traded uh at the orlov. deadline that orlov right and uh but they also got sandine back for or, uh uh they they gave him uh they gave the leaves the first round pick though which maybe a little bit much but this guy was playing like uh 25 minutes for them at the end of the year so he's he's maybe their hope for uh, their new number one defenseman, which would be excellent for them, um, considering John Carlson can't stay on the ice for too long these days. Although he's, you know, when he's on the ice, he, he's still a premier defenseman. So yeah, if the if the Capitals can um, uh, get healthy, they'll be fine. But uh, last year, though, can't be called a success whatsoever, considering the fact that uh, they got these these studs and they they want to be competing in the playoffs. And of course, they did not make the playoffs. Not even close. Um, yeah, the, 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 it's it's just uh, uh, like the past few years, the Capitals were supposed to decline, and they they finally did this year. It, it, it was due, one would say. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's just a, a tough year for them. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just unsuccessful season. Big F. Yeah, they've they've been kind of declining ever since that. I mean, the Stanley Cup when they got that, and then they've won. Um, they haven't won a, won a playoff round since. I mean, they, they yeah, they they lost in, in the first round to the Hurricanes, and the Islanders, and the Bruins, and the Panthers, and did not qualify. Last year, only 80 points after having a, a point total over under of 94 and a half. Yeah, you mentioned uh, their injuries. They have the uh, they had the fourth highest chip uh, as you you like to reference a lot. The fourth highest behind only the Canadians, Blue Jackets, and Flyers. Yeah, Carlson, Backstrom was out for a wrench. I mean, Backstrom, I think, has injuries that are going to affect him the rest of his career, probably. So, yeah, the Capitals were were not in a good spot last year. I mean, the only kind of good thing was that Ovechkin was healthy for all but 10 games, scored, what, 42 goals in 73 games, 75 points. So he's still putting the puck in the net. That's pretty much what 
the story of the Capitals was last year and is probably going to continue to be in the coming years. Yeah, yeah, like uh, that. That's what the Capitals is now. It's just uh, Alexander Ovechkin. You know, he's living off the glory, the glory year. Then they won the Stanley Cup. Plus, uh, of course, there there's the chasing the goal record with Gretzky. Um, but yeah, as for the off season, um, they they didn't well, they didn't do too much, but they did sign Alex or Max Pacioretty to uh, a one year contract, two and a half mil, uh, which is a uh, you know, it's kind of like a low-risk, high-reward, and this is the kind of guy that you want to sign if you still want to be competitive without uh, sacrificing your future. So I like that. Uh, of course, he's had the two Achilles injuries in the last two years, so that's unfortunate. Hopefully, he found a different surgeon for the second one. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, like uh, other than that, I mean, they didn't do too much. It they can't really do too much. There's, there's still a uh, cap strapped like a lot of teams, but uh, they also did okay in the draft. Um, but yeah, like they, they need to be competitive in order to keep uh, Alex Ovechkin's goal scoring record in sight. Um, but yeah, the, the big thing is Max Petretti. It's, it's a man. Like a lot of teams would want to be doing this. I don't know why the capitals were able to get them there. I don't know why nobody else offered the two and a half million, but the capitals did. So they get the prize, even though I, yeah, I don't think this team's making the playoffs. So that's a bit confusing. Um, the big thing though is Rasmus Sandin and going back to that, they got him at the trade deadline. He, he's a, he's a feisty one. He, he could make a, an impact to this defense, especially if he could feed him, feed Ovechkin the puck, like, uh, you know, the old, um, um, what was his name? The, the, the old defenseman for the Capitals. The uh, it was uh, Green. Green. Oh, Mike Andy? Green. Yeah, Mike Green. Um, like he he fed Ovechkin on that spot all the time. So if Sandy could do that, he'll be off a long, a long future in Washington. Um, and then he 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 played pretty well there in Washington, getting a chance. Like he was barely playing for the Leafs, and then traded to the Capitals. He was suddenly playing all these minutes. So. That's a good sign for them. Uh, other than that, not too much to report for the the, the Capitals offseason. So yeah, I don't know, B minus, whatever. It's 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 they're not a contender. So they're just uh, they're 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 just in the middle, and then they have to give Alex Ovechkin every opportunity to score goals. So I, I don't blame them for just becoming a tank team like I would recommend some other teams to do. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really do much. Uh, Joel Edmondson, they also traded for. Uh, Montreal retained 50% of his 3.5 million cap. It. That's probably a you know good physical uh, th- third pair defenseman there. But yeah, uh, Pacioretty, I'm I, I have no idea what why he signed to Washington or what maybe Washington gave him the best offer two million two million one one year full no move clause. Maybe that had something to do with where he wanted to sign. He wanted to be able to control where he goes if anywhere at the deadline. But uh, he's not going to start the year. I don't think he's been skating at all. So maybe he won't even play at all. That would have to remain to be seen there. But yeah, Sandine at the deadline was a good pickup there from uh, from uh, Toronto. I mean, they still have Carlson. I, I think I think he probably still man the first power play. But you know, if he gets hurt again, they have Sandine right there to step in with them. And I guess the only other thing is uh, Peter Laviolette uh, was let go, mutually parted ways. Now they have a uh, first year head coach Spencer Carberry. Uh, I think he's been with he was with Toronto for a bit. He was with Washington for a bit. He was with uh, the Abbotsford Heat for a bit about 10 years ago. So he's been 
ran the block a little bit coaching, you know, only I think 39 years old, 41 years old. So still, still relatively young has a decent amount of experience. So we'll see how he does with, uh, with this top heavy tanking team. Right. So projected for it is pretty obvious where we're not exactly high on this team. Uh, um, they don't have a lot of prospects. I mean, they, they got some guys coming up. Uh, Connor Michael, he's, he's kind of disappointed so far in his career, short career, but still a long ways to go for him. He, they, they, you know, he still has every opportunity to become a first line center, but it's it's not happening so far. Uh, I'm kind of high on Ivan Miroshtachenko. Uh, he's he should be playing some heavy minutes this year if he, uh, you know, he performs in camp or I guess camp's over. But if uh, if he performs early on, he'll get some playing time. Uh, T.J. Oshie. I mean, these guys are all old, old as fuck. Uh, Hendrix Lapierre is another young guy that, that could uh, could do some things. Um, yeah, but Kuznetsov, Backstrom, Nicholas Kubel. This is an old man roster uh, up and down. Tom Wilson, he can't stay healthy, and John Carlson neither. So yeah, this is a this is an old ass team, and and they don't have a lot of young replacements stepping up. By uh, like I mentioned, Rasmus Sandin. I'm, I'm high on this guy. He played the heavy minutes, so. Maybe he can continue that and then take another step forward. Oh, they also signed a, a, a defenseman, Trevor Van Riemsdyk. <laughs> Haven't they had him? Uh, <laughs> Trevor Van Riemsdyk. <laughs> They've had him. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, I, I'm misreading that then. Uh, or, I don't know, maybe they... No, they, 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 he was. he started with Chicago, then Carolina. He's been in... Yeah, he's been with Washington for a few years. Yeah, okay. Because that so was always a big deal when the when the Van Riemsdyk brothers played each other with the Flyers. Right, so that's another old man, um, <laughs> Nick Jensen. I mean, look, just looking up and down this roster, it's 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 not uh, encouraging going forward, and uh, that's why the, the market plummeted on this team. There's there's no hope at all for this team in in terms of the the betting action. Um, they were as high as uh, well, one book had them at ninety four and a half. Now they're plummeting down to like the early eighties, which is uh, more <laughs> like it. Um, would that that's that that the market correct itself there i don't know what the bookmakers were thinking putting them that high i guess just because of the the legacy of the team and all that but no this this team is not making the playoffs so uh i'm happy fading them to do so although it's a little late now but still i, I yeah i mean this this team is just it's it's not good at like even because that's he doesn't want to be there anymore and, and he doesn't play like it uh, yeah and you mentioned backstrom can't stay healthy uh, yeah 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 like nick nick dowd i'm just reading names here, <laughs> yeah but, uh, just, just going so deep now well, flyers legend yeah i mean max patch ready i'm not i'm not sure why he signed here maybe maybe he was really desperate because he's not going to have any success here and only for two and a half million for the one year, I guess everyone was down on him after two uh, Achilles injuries. That's all you could get. That makes sense, I guess, but still, I mean, he plays the left side too, or Ovi plays it. He's not going to be playing on a line with Ovi to, to get his stock back up. But yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't understand that one. Um, but yeah, I, I guess this is just a bad team. And, uh, yeah, Darcy Kemper, I guess he he's does, you know, he, he's a good goalie, but 
he's going to be uh, faced with a lot more shots uh, going forward, I think, because this team is not going to be as good as they were even last year. And, and they're missing like half the team. So that's like some miracle. And all these old guys stay healthy. Maybe they can they can push for the playoffs, but I, I really don't see it. I think that's highly unlikely. So, yeah, heavy fade on the Capitals. Yeah, they got to fade the Capitals. And like they don't they don't even have many players that are pending free agent. I guess Anthony Mantha, they could possibly trade at the deadline for for a pick or two. I think he's still, you know, a solid power forward that, that you know, a playoff team. He, he has he has Boston Bruins written all over him, actually. Anthony Mantha does. But but yeah, uh, what did you say? They opened up 94 points. Was there a line? Uh, one book did. I oh, mean, okay. more more consensually it was more like 91 and a half but even now it's it's down like six seven points it's, from there 80, 85 and a half was the highest i could find 83 and a half was the lowest Jeez. uh make playoffs is plus 250 miss playoffs minus 275 i still think that's a pretty good bet to miss playoffs uh one bet i was looking at though is ovechkin to score 50 goals it's a uh, eight to one uh he did it two years ago he had 42 last year with, you know, most of his his running mates being hurt for, for, for the year. Backstrom only played thir- only played seven games or 39 games. Uh, Carlson was out for a bunch. Kuznetsov, his, his heart's not in it. Uh, maybe, maybe you know, th- this is what they have to play for. They have to play for Ovechkin. Ovechkin can put up 50. I, I think 8-1 to one is, is probably a, a decent price there. And I, I can hear talent being like, yo, I, I love that bet. Oh, yeah, he'd be all over that. <laughs> I am not all over that. Uh I think it's a fun bet, just uh, an eight to one ticket to cheer for Alex Ovechkin. That's fine. I just, I just don't see it happening. This, he just doesn't have the the same kind of juice as he used to have. It's just fine. He, he's going to get his goals in the power play and all that, but fifty plus is, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a, a high scoring league now. It's a high scoring league. I know, I know. And he's, yeah. And there's so many fucking power plays now, so he's going to get his chances there too. But still, I just, yeah. I mean, now have fun. Eight to one, whatever. Just, just don't go heavy on that. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anything else here on Washington before we move over to the Pens? No, this is probably the the worst segment I ever did on this on any team so far. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> just talking, that. Yeah. I'm strongly against them. It's the, they're the they're just they're just a complete nothing burger. They're just like waiting. They don't have any young young guys to even be excited about. I guess they, oh, uh, they don't have any young NHL roster players to get excited about. Yeah, we'll see what happens with Marashchenko. I think that he could be a good player, but it's yeah. There's other than that, McMichael might turn into a player, but no, it's just an old man roster, old man team. Those guys aren't going to be enough to uh, turn that around. So yeah, like I said, it'll take a miracle for all these old men to stay healthy and and stay performing at a decent level for this team to do any damage. Yeah, it would be a, a true underdog story for the Capitals to make the playoffs. And we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five with your picks. You can play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Now until Wednesday, October 4th, Underdog is matching 100% of first deposits up to $500. Uh, The $100,000 Sundays continue on Underdog Fantasy, 10,000 to 10 different people this week. There's a new sweepstake every week of the NFL season. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, let's move a little bit north there, up to to Pennsylvania, up there, Pittsburgh. A little team that's kind of in a a similar position, but definitely has higher hopes heading into this uh, coming season. 
for sure. The, the Penguins have been kind of married to the Capitals for a long time, obviously with the Vetchkin and, and Crosby rivalry. Um, their, their cores are, are, you know, similarly aged, but, but with the Penguins, there, there's still, um, some more hope. I think, uh, they, they still have some more juice left. Um, uh, and then also they're, they're kind of similar to the Flyers, although obviously with much higher expectations, uh, talking about last year, the, the, the Penguins season was one of the vague hopes and dreams of the glory days, but one that resulted in the demolition of their front office, uh, Malkin Latang had been resigned. The gang were still together, and the absolute lowest bar for this team is making the playoffs, which Crosby has not failed to do since his rookie season. Well, it happened in dramatic fashion, losing his minus 500 favors to the Blackhawks, who has a franchise we're basically trying to lose. They still got the number one pick overall, so credit to them for, for winning anyway. Uh, but seeing as the Panthers were the beneficiaries of the Penguins dying down the stretch, it's interesting to think about what would have happened, though, if they had won their last two games as massive favorites. Uh, the whole playoffs picture would be totally turned upside down. Imagine the uh, the Bruins playing the the Panther or the, the Penguins instead of the Panthers. The Bruins might win in the Cup if that happened. If if the fucking Penguins beat the Blackhawks as five dollar favorites, yeah, it's just fun to think about. Uh, I think. Um, Anyway, they didn't, and probably for the best long run since Hexall and Burke were doing terrible jobs for the Pens organization. And if they weren't going to win the Cup, then at least they got them out of town. Uh, this was a frustrating season for the Penguins throughout, though, seeing as they, they did go on these 10-game stretches where they looked like one of the best teams in the league. Then another 10-game stretch where they looked like the Flyers. It's uh, it's hard to win enough games with this kind of inconsistency, which is probably why it's fitting that they ended up losing to two awful teams to kill their season. So, yeah, this is a volatile team and obviously unsuccessful 2022-2023 season for the Penguins. Yeah, one of their worst in quite some time. I mean, you said it. The Crosby hadn't missed the playoffs since, since his rookie year, and they, they missed it last year in yeah, horrible fashion. Uh, I forgot they were minus 500. Also lost to to Columbus there, I believe, for Florida to sneak in and make that run. Yeah, who, who knows if if you would have had a Crosby uh, Bergeron matchup there in the first round, uh, black, black and yellow first round matchup would have been pretty interesting. But yeah, ultimately they uh, got rid of Ron Hextall, which is which is good for for them, good good for them them as an organization. Brought in Kyle Dubas, will or will remain to we'll wait, wait to see what happens totally with him there. Great season for Sidney Crosby last year, though. 93 points, 33 goals in a full season. Evgeny Malkin played a full season. Jake Gensel played all but four games. They they were one of the healthiest teams in the league, I believe, when I had, had that chip chart up. I think we were towards the at least top five or top ten or or bottom five in terms of, you know, cap hit injuries, lost lost to games. So they, they were healthy. That's something going to have to, you know, keep an eye on if they can stay healthy this coming season. Yeah, last season was a complete failure for the Penguins as they missed the playoffs, and I, I love to see it. For sure. Uh, but as for the offseason, there hasn't been a busier team than the Penguins, and that starts with eloping with the uh, polarizing GM Kyle Dubas, as you mentioned there. Uh, I kind of wish Talon was here to talk about that, wow. but he's not. Um, other than that, his, his biggest move was trading for the Norris Trophy winner, Eric Carlson, and not surrendering too much to bring him to Pittsburgh. Although the real price will obviously be the hefty contract 
as soon as Carlson reverts back to the old Sharks Carlson. We'll, we'll see what, what he does there. Uh, bringing in Riley Smith is also a good replacement for the fast-fading Jason Zucker. But then the, the Pens gave too much money in terms to Ryan Graves, who had a good 2022 season with the Devils, but hasn't exactly been known for his defensive acumen. So that probably rules him out as <laughs> Carlson's partner. Uh, adding Achari, Lars Eller, Matt Nieto, solid depth experience, and most importantly, a bit more attention to defense. Uh, the worst move, though, was, was signing Jari to his big money long-term deal after a terrible year. This would be a little more surprising, though, if we weren't already aware of Dubas's track record with the goalies. <laughs> anyway, solid offseason for the Flyers, or the Pens. They're still going all in after all these years of going all in, which is a testament to longevity and uh, the compete level of Crosby and friends. Um, so, yeah, at this point, that, that's fine. Dubas is doing the right thing overall. Just uh, you got to maximize the the, 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 <laughs> the slim remainder of Crosby's window. So, yeah, B, B plus. I think we'll put him in that range for uh, the Penguins offseason. Yeah, I think I think in general, Penguins fans have to be happy with how the offseason went, especially after how hardly the season ended. You know, Dubas getting in there and him him just going going all out to you know make try to shore up this team, getting Carlson, getting Graves. Maybe if Graves still isn't as good as some people think he is, he's still a good, probably second third pair defenseman, add some depth there. Riley Smith probably a little savvy pickup uh, for uh, for for Zoot, for Jason Zucker there. Yeah, Depstein and Zachary and Nieto, there's those they're the, they're the veteran guys you need in the room when you're you need to win as minus 500 favorites. They 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 can help help get it done. So I think it was a very successful offseason for for the Penguins given given where they're at. This is what they they had to do. They they're kind of I think, you know, a few steps up steps away from becoming the Capitals and becoming this middling team, but if they can stay healthy, I mean, with with this top six they have and with with this de- defense core they have now with Latang and Carlson, I, I mean, they could easily become one of the top teams in the East again. So I think this team is uh, very volatile. We'll, we'll get to that next, but for the offseason, yeah, I think it, I think it was great. B, B plus, maybe even a maybe even an A minus. But uh, I think I think long term that Carlson deal is going to come back to haunt, haunt Dubis. But um, for now, it, it was a very very good deal, for, for, very good move for for the short term. It's tough to still stick with the offseason here because the East is so fucking strong now. Like, uh, this is the worst time to be, you know, backing these boys to do it now because uh, if it doesn't work out, it's it's going to be an even longer period of, of sucking for the Pens. So, yeah, they're going to be going against some damn good teams in the East right now with, with uh, the up-and-comers and, and still Boston being good, Leafs being elite, and... Um, yeah, obviously the Lightning's still around. Panthers are good. Like, there's so many fucking yeah. good teams in the East, and now is the time when when they're they're, you know, the last they're going all in. Their last chips are on the table, so that'll be interesting to follow going forward. But yeah, going forward, um, yeah, in order to be a better team in 2023, the Penguins need to play with more consistency. We need. We mentioned how uh, they, you know, they they played like one of the best teams uh, one week and then one of the worst teams the other week. Uh. I don't know whether it was a locker room thing, tactics thing, something else, undefinable, whatever. It's got to be fixed because you can't count on your team continually finding that next gear when they keep slowing up. Uh, there's a real different look to this roster, though, which can help shake things up, produce new, better habits, which should start on the defensive side of the ice for 
as bad as Jari was last year, he wasn't protected at all. The Penguins are the 12th worst team in expected goals against, while third in expected goals for. So clearly the offense was doing its thing. Uh, yeah, Crosby continues to play an exceedingly high level. He was almost single-handedly carrying his team through some games last year, and he'll be counted on again. Uh, while Malkin is still very good offensively, he has turned into an outright liability defensively. Maybe putting the more defensively-minded Riley Smith on his wing would help shelter him somewhat, but we'll see what they do with their new toy. Uh, with well over half the starting lineup over the age of 30, the Penguins are an ancient and fragile team. A lot can go wrong if the best players show more of their age or just break down. If they stave out father time for another year and are healthy when the playoffs arrive, this team has uh, the leadership and know-how and downright guts to go all the way, but... Yeah, Ryan, you mentioned it. They're a highly volatile team. I have fucking absolutely zero bets on this team, like for or against. I'm just waiting to see it. I mean, if you want to bet this team, like uh, find alt-unders if they're available, you know, random books. Not not many books offer those in hockey, but if you want to back them, just bet them to win the fucking cup because this team is, uh, you know, the, think of the power play with, with Carlson, Crosby, and, and uh, Malkin. Um, Gensel, like, like this, this should be the best power play in the East, or has the potential to be anyway, uh, with how much quality there is on that first power play unit. So, yeah, like the, this team has elite talent, but it it all depends on them staying healthy and um, not and just quality or just average goaltending and then just average defense, and this offense can can carry it uh, to a playoff berth. But uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not backing them to do it. Not not the price that they're currently at. So yeah, it's it's, it's I'm just totally sitting out on this team. Yeah, I mean, what do you have them projected at points wise? Hmm. Let's they're, see. They're ninety five point three. Okay, yeah, they're at ninety seven and a half, ninety eight and a half, depending on what book you're looking at. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I, I'm fading them. I mean, if there's not an all under. I would take them to miss the playoffs at plus 172. I think when the Carlson trade went down, we talked about it. They were at least two to one and maybe, maybe plus 200 there. That's probably the, one of the better bets if you want to fade the Penguins, because you mentioned it, the, the, the Eastern conference is, is really tough. The Metro's tough. I and mean, we still have four teams to get to in this division. And this is, you know, the, the, the technically the bottom half of it uh, based off last season. Uh, but yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, Sidney Crosby ha- uh, had a great season last year. You know, he could have another great season this year with that power play uh, to win the Hart Trophy. He is 120 to one. I think that's probably oh, it's where it's going up. At. It's going up. People yeah, are listening 70, to this podcast. <laughs> 70, 75 to one elsewhere. 100, 120 to one here at this book. Uh, I think I've sprinkled a few bucks on that if, if you're a, a believer in the Penguins this year. Maybe even if you're not. I think that's that's a pretty good look for a guy that had 93 points last year. You know, if the Penguins make the playoff, if they're one of the top teams in the East, he'll probably get a lot of credit. There'll be a lot of narrative storylines around him. So, you know, yeah, what, 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 top, top off his career with, with another heart trophy here at, at age, age 36. You know, he's showing, showing that Sid the kid can still do it. Um, yeah, also, yeah, like you said, if you like him overall, bet him to win the cup 30 to 1. If, if they, they're a team that, you know, if they stay healthy, if they live up to their, to their potential, they can they can win the cup, but Tristan Jari, yeah, he's been 909 save percentage last year, 914 in his career. He has not shown up in the playoffs whatsoever. So yeah, I'm I'm fading the Penguins overall. I also haven't bet anything on this team yet, but to miss the playoffs at plus 172 is probably 
a pretty solid bet there. They're 10 to miss, 1 to win, to win the miss division. The plus miss the plus playoffs. 172. Yeah. Plus 172. Ah, uh, that's a bet. That's a bet. There you go. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I might have to track that down. <laughs> yeah, but, it's but better than what I got. If you're uh, if if you like the Penguins, you know Crosby one twenty to one for the Heart or or thirty to one to to win the Cup, I think are, are both solid bets. But I think this is is a team that you know you could probably find better than thirty to one at some point in season. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm frantically searching down. They're the plus they're plus one sixty five on uh, on our friend of DraftKings there. Okay, well, yeah, I'll have to look into that. Um... Yeah, this this team are uh, you know they're, they're legends and all that. Um, yeah, so I'm seeing like plus one fifty, but uh, I'm that's, only checking. That's not books. bad. No, I, I need plus one seventy or better because I'm not going to bet they're under point total, but I would bet them to miss the playoffs at that big number. Uh, yeah. Just because, like I said, it's a volatile team. I'm not bet. I'm not betting something minus one ten, minus one fifteen for a whole year uh, when when a team has so many. Varied outcomes, right? There, there's yeah. there's so many different ranges this this team can fall into, wide distribution of outcomes. So mm-hmm. yeah, you you would want that uh, the plus one seventy number there for them to miss the playoffs if you want to fade them. So I hope you're looking around for that kind of bet. <laughs> now, maybe yeah. I'll add them to my my list here. Um, but yeah, yeah, Penguins are a very hit or miss team. So we'll see how things turn out. Like uh, adding a and, and also Eric Carlson. At one good year, uh, a brilliant year, to be fair, but the previous few years, he was fucking shit. And now you just expect him to go into a new team, new system, new players around him, new coach, all that, and just expect him to do the same thing he did last year? I don't think it's happening. Uh, he's, he's not going to be doing the same thing he did last year with the Sharks. Not 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 in the slightest, I don't think. I don't think it comes close to what he did with the with the Sharks. So that that's, that's going to fall on his face. But in the off chance, he, he, he does, and Crosby maintains his level. Malkin keeps doing his thing offensively, and Gensel, he's one of the better wingers in the league these days. I mean, yeah, the, the Penguins do have potential. I just, it's, uh, like I said, highly volatile, high, high, uh, I don't know, just hit or miss, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. this team. Yeah, when I was I was looking at the odds before the show, like, I didn't expect there to be a, a pretty much 15-point gap between the Capitals and the Penguins. I thought the Penguins were a little, little bit above them, but, like, Last year they were completely healthy. I mean, Crosby played every game. I think Malkin played. Malkin played pretty much every game. Gensel played all but four. Raquel played 82. Rust played 81. Zucker played 78. Latang played 64. Like if they have one or two major injuries, th- this team might just be done. They don't have the depth to to make up for that. I think they have good like solid veteran bottom six guys, but they're not guys that you can put in your top six and and like be happy about. Like Lars Eller and Matt Nieto are bottom six players. Like there, there should be fourth liners on, on a Stanley Cup contender. Jeff Carter maybe can find something and play in the second line for a few games. But if they get any sort of bad luck in terms of injuries, they're gonna just plummet. I think to miss the playoffs then would be a, a, a fantastic bet. And yeah, Carlson, uh, last year he had 102 points, 101 points in 82 games. The three prior seasons he had 97 points in 158 games. So I think you'll definitely see more of that Carlson. Even back when he was in his prime with, with the Senators, he, he topped out at 82, 74, but he's still a liability defensively. And they have Tristan Jari in that who, you know, you can't necessarily trust too much. So this is going to be a team that, you know, if, if all, as we've said multiple times now, if, if the pieces stay healthy, if the, if they can turn off injuries and just, just go in and play, they can be a Stanley Cup contender. 
if if they have one or two injuries, or if Carlson is not the same person, or if Jari shits the bed like he tends to do, they can they can miss the playoffs, and we can see this team. I don't think they'd split it up during the in season, but we could see it something big happening next off season. I've lived. Gensel is missing the start of the season after ankle surgery. Uh, Dubas said he's probably not going on LTIR, which means he won't necessarily miss ten games, but. That's still something to monitor. I mean, someone with it, that's an injury that could, you know, come back and nag him. For sure. I, I missed that about Gensel. Um, yeah, I've looked at uh, six books so far, and the best <laughs> I could find was plus 160, which is, is pretty close. But plus 172, yeah, that would be a bet for me. So maybe we need to uh, do some work off screen and make that happen because uh, – that, that's a decent bet because there's just so many good teams in the East that uh, getting this this team that's um, that could go one way or the other at that that kind of odds is is uh, pretty juicy, pretty nice. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, uh, I, I like the Metro is weaker than Atlantic, obviously, but there's the Devils, the Hurricanes, those are locks to make the playoffs, and then after that. Uh, who do we got? We the got Rangers. The... the Rangers are still really good too. Yeah, yeah, the Rangers. Yeah. Okay, so we'll, we'll we'll shoot the Rangers in there for that three spot, yeah. and then I mean the Penguins. The are, Penguins are better than than the Islanders. Like the Islanders, uh, I, I debated if we should swap uh, the Penguins and the Islanders in 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 this, these previews, but we were going off last year's standings. I thought we were going off this year's divisional odds, but uh, whatever, we were switching it up well, as I, we I, go. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, even the Islanders, I think they they'll give the Penguins a fight. But even if not, even if there's only three teams in the Metro and five teams in Atlantic, we got the Bruins, the Leafs, the Panthers, the Lightning, and then we got the up and comers, the Senators, the Sabers. Like uh, yeah. Penguins are gonna be in a war. So yeah, if you can find even plus one sixty, I'm talking myself into it. Uh, plus one sixty or better, I would I would say as a bet on the Pens to miss the playoffs. Yeah, uh, fade the Penguins. Uh, I'm in. All right, uh, anything else here uh, on the Penguins or Capitals or or anything at all before we uh, close it out? Lock the boring-ass Capitals. I, I've got <laughs> nothing to say about them. Yeah. Hopefully they, they lose. And I mean, <laughs> I, I already feel like I won that bet. Under 94 and a half. Oh yeah, that, that, you you can you can probably get like a middle at like over seventy five like midseason. I'm not even middling that. I'm just gonna count my money and, yeah. and run. Let's just take the money to the back to the bank there. Uh, all right. Um, that was the Penguins Capitals. There, we're gonna continue our Metropolitan and our Atlantic Division previews. Um, this week, uh, we'll be back pretty much hopefully every day this week with previews for you guys and then some uh maybe some final preseason covers before uh a week from today we're gonna be uh opening night it's it's officially tuesday on the east coast so yeah it will be one week from nhl regular season hockey so make sure you're subscribed to the hockey human podcast right with your podcast and turn on those auto downloads so you get those episodes in your feed as soon as they are published and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. I hope we can get a few more of those in before the season starts. Get uh, pump our tires up a little bit. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN. And make sure you get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Or reach out to myself or the or Talon or the HGP Twitter account. Or uh, post, post some good odds for the Penguins to miss the playoffs. And uh, Joel will tell you how to get in the Discord. All right, uh, I am Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Meyer. You'll find me 
turn of this college football season around. Uh, starting with LSU against Missouri. We're going to get their season back on track. Anything under a touchdown. Let's go, Tigers. Go, Tigers. Go, All Tigers. Right. Woo! See ya. <laughs>